Hola, my name is Dr. Kelly Alvarado Young. You can call me Dr. K. I'm a Latina, mommy, scholar, registered yoga teacher, and mujer cultivating pathways towards healing for BIPOC folk. La brega is Puerto Rican slang for struggle, doing the best we can with the hardships thrown at us and still enjoying life. You are not alone in La Brega. Join me on the Wellness Cheese Chat, where guests co-create a space to share how they incorporate wellness into their lives. We may experience pain, trauma, and hardships as we work to build a more equitable world. That's why it's more important than ever to build a space we can post up with our cafecito to center how we care for ourselves, community, and world. Vamos and welcome to La Brega Yoga Flow and Meditation Wellness Chisme Chat. Dale! Hola, mi gente. It's Dr. K today. So excited to join you with our guest. We have Cheryl Redding Humphrey, who will be talking to us today about her wellness journey and what wellness means to her. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me to be on this fabulous podcast. You are so welcome. We are so excited to have you on here. And really, I have appreciated getting to know you personally and professionally. And one of the things that I've really seen you do and help me stay accountable is this idea of wellness. And so what would you say wellness means to you? For me, and it took me a while, I think, to get to this definition and to come to this conclusion, but for me, it's self-care. It really starts with paying attention to what you need. Um, When I say self-care, it also ties in with self-awareness and understanding what do you need to be able to show up as your best self. And also understanding that you cannot be your best self 24-7. So when you are not at your best, what is it that you need to fill your cup? What is it that you need um, to kind of recalibrate and get back on track? And so that's what uh, my journey has been, I would have to say over the past, I don't know, let's say five to eight years. So just to give you a little bit of background, uh, I am a Leo. And anyone who follows the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram three. So once I discovered the Enneagram, I really spent a lot of time trying to understand myself and really wanted to take advantage of this tool and resource on how do I understand how people see me, but also understand what are some healthy traits And what are my unhealthy traits? And so trying to understand how do I move myself to that balance? And how do I start to um, really, again, be in tune with myself? Um, Again, I tell you that I'm a Leo and I tell you that I'm an Enneagram 3. A lot of times it's about the show, right? I want to look good. I want to sound good. I want to be the best, right? I know all the great things. I uh, have really great taste expensive taste. And so it was really trying to understand 
why, right? What did I learn? What were the messages? What was going on in my upbringing? And then how is that exhibiting today? And then what are the things that I like? And what are some things that maybe I want to fine tune, right? I want to kind of uh, enhance and make better. And so I really had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable about the things that I do that maybe do not bring me to the best light. And maybe isn't something that I want to put out into the world. Um, And so I spent a lot of time really doing self-reflection. And um, when I decided to go back to school and get my master's in uh, communication, I had an opportunity to take a class um, in servant leadership and being able to study about servant leadership really opened my eyes to a number of things that I've just been doing without even thinking about it, right? So I have spent most of my career in hospitality and I truly do enjoy taking care of others. I really do want people to have the best experience. I want people to feel good when they are around my services and things where I can control um, and assist in making a positive experience. And I really wanted to kind of understand where that came from. Um, Is that something that, how can I do better? What are some things where I can um, uh, improve? But also how can I teach others to kind of have that self-awareness as well. And so one of the things that I really enjoy doing is uh, talking to others and helping people see the light that they don't see and helping people see all the goodness that they bring into the world. Because, you know, most people focus on all the things they hate about themselves and they focus on the, I don't like this and this isn't good and da, 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 da. But I really like to help people kind of refocus and really celebrate and own all of their positivity and what they bring into the world because we're all unique. And so that's, again, for me, um, really owning who I am and working daily to be authentic. Um, Because again, another thing that I did really well in the, in the past is I can assess the room and I can assess the audience and I can turn into whomever you need me to be. I can walk the room. I can smooth with the best. I can have great conversations, but after a while, once again, I started paying attention to myself. I realized that that wasn't me being authentic and it was really me trying to be who I thought they wanted me to be and who I thought I was supposed to show up to be. So I really had to start to pay attention and really start to um, understand that I'm great, I'm fabulous, and I do not need to bend or mold myself into something else. And I want people to really get to know who I am personally. Um, And so that is for me to show up authentically. So then who is authentic Cheryl? So I'd have to say that I am someone who is a kid at heart. Um, I'm an only child and I grew up, I did my primary schooling in Japan. And I can honestly tell you that that was such a great foundation and just um, really 
uh, just loving people and just being around people and getting to know people from different backgrounds, different cultures. And um, as an only child, you're constantly figuring out how to keep yourself entertained. And so I was forever uh, going off to be a foreign exchange student. So I was the foreign exchange student and my parents had me in everything. I did bowling, I did soccer, I did gymnastics. I did every sport out there and enjoyed all of them, right? Because it gave me an opportunity to have fun. It gave me an opportunity to meet new people, to learn new things, and also to realize that I'm not great at a lot of sports, but I know how to have a lot of fun, right? But that was okay, right? I feel like I grew up in a time where it was all about having fun and it wasn't always about winning. Um, However, I am very competitive and I do like to be the best. (laughs) For me, um, you know, I think it just really starts with uh, wanting to have fun and finding every opportunity to laugh. I truly enjoy connecting with people and having deeper conversations. I feel like a lot of times we kind of walk through life with surface level conversations and you can't get to know people at the surface level and you can't really get to know more about yourself when you stay at that surface level and having conversations. For me, it really is um, building that relationship with someone, getting them comfortable enough to really um, allow them to be authentic in who they are and for them to share their beliefs and uh, to share what they think without feeling like there's going to be judgment. And so that has taken some time because I feel like earlier on in my life, I was very opinionated. And I just recall, remember telling a boss of mine, uh, I worked at an independent hotel and I felt that they ran it very ghetto. And I felt like they were shady and they were doing all kinds of underhanded things. And typically people don't say that to their boss. And that's not something that, right? People usually just kind of think it and then look for another job. But I was all about telling them on a regular basis and (laughs) making them know that I hated my job. And I just remember uh, during a uh, review that I had a boss who says, you know what, Cheryl, you just don't seem happy here. You know, you, you know, you're constantly telling us all the things that we're doing wrong and you're constantly telling us, you know, all this and that. And so, you know, I really don't know why you're still here. And that really took me aback because I thought I'm giving you feedback, right? Like I'm telling you that here are some areas of improvement that is needed. And they saw it as I was not happy. And Again, going back to not being authentic, that really made me look at I wasn't happy because I didn't trust that ownership was doing the right thing and that it forced me to kind of put on my big girl panties and make the decision to find another place. And so it really is that journey of tripping up right, of of failing in a situation where you thought that you were shining, Um, but really assessing and, you know, taking the feedback from others and and learning from situations and circumstances that don't go the best way. So 
I would have to say personal harmony. Really just deciding what do I want and of giving myself permission to want it and giving myself permission to enjoy it without guilt, without thinking of all the negative things behind it. Definitely sounds like a lot of Leo energy (laughs) coming in saying, hey, I got ideas. And right, it's good to have that and to be able to spend the time learning and reflecting, okay, how do I use this to the advantage of others and myself in a way that will help move things forward? And, you know, ultimately that place was not the right fit for you and having to make the decision of, yeah, it is time to go. And sometimes those can be really hard decisions. So uh, shifting gears a little bit, let's think about the now. What dimensions of wellness are the most front and center for you today? In order for me to be authentic, right, to be the most authentic person I want to be, I have to really focus on what do I want and what do I think and really block out the noise of others, Everybody, here we are in the beginning of a new year and everybody wants to have some sort of fitness right, goal. Um, but you always hear in the news that, you know, it lasts maybe 30 days and then people fall off and then they, you know, move on to other things. And for me, you know, before I think I would want to join, right, the rest of the world because that's what everybody is doing. And then I'd be like, oh, I need to do some sort of fitness right? And so, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to eat healthy. I want to do this. I want to do that. But is that really what I want? Is that who I am? Is that being authentic? And I had to look at it as what do I need in order to be the best version of myself? And if that is eating better, so I feel better, then that's the approach that I need to take. Not following the world of, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds, 12 pounds, 20, 30, you know, whatever. It was really about the why, why do I want to do something? And so for me, it's, it's being able to say, what is it that I want? And then ask myself why, and then being able to have an answer that feels authentic to me and not necessarily my surroundings and and what other people think that maybe should be the correct way. I feel that in the personal harmony, it's all about what does something mean to me? So when I say personal harmony, what's my definition of that, right? So you can go to Webster, you can look it up, but what does that mean to me may not mean the same to you or to someone else in the audience, right? And so it's really understanding my definition of personal harmony. And really it's very simple in my mind is what is it that makes me who I am? And how do I give my gifts to the people that are in my life and share them with others? I am just letting that sink in That is a definition right there. What does it mean to you? And how are you really being able to see yourself in putting yourself first so that you can be 
there for others. And so then what challenges have you potentially faced as you're coming to this definition? So some of the challenges that I've run across is really most people, it's all about them, right? So it's really about what they want. And a lot of times I can fall back into being that chameleon that wants to be liked, that wants to be seen as someone who knows what they're talking about. Um, And so I can easily kind of switch back into who do I need to be at this time and then feel important, feel like I need to shift into that person. So for me, I really have to slow down because I'm someone who's been in a career where I make decisions all day long. And a lot of times I don't have the luxury of time to research and to do some other things, right? Sometimes it's all about fix it right now, address the situation, handle the problem. And so I have to be really quick on my feet. And so knowing that sometimes doesn't allow the authentic self to come through because I'm really just on autopilot trying to make decisions, trying to get an answer, trying to fix and solve a situation. So for me, it is, again, fully understanding the why I'm doing something and what is the purpose behind what I'm saying? And do I mean what I say? And then am I clearly communicating what I'm saying to someone? And so for me, again, because of the world that I'm in and what I do on a day-to-day basis, I really have to, again, take into consideration where I'd like to change, uh, where I'm constantly kind of working on myself to not fall back into old habits, um, but to really be aware, right? Self-awareness. And so going back to, um, you know, fully understanding what I need to show up and be the best version of myself. I really appreciate you talking about the ability to fall back into old patterns, because I think that's the piece about wellness, that it's a practice every day and going through those steps, you know, the why, the purpose, do you really mean it and communicating it requires practicing it. So when you are in those fast paced moments, you're able to go back and think, okay, this is what I need to do. And, you know, it's happening in our brain. You're probably not thinking about these four steps, but because you're practicing it when you're slower and really focused on your self-awareness, you can then institute it and check yourself, right? That you're not going back to being the chameleon. I think that's an amazing analogy for kind of that space and place of trying to make others happy at the expense of knowing what your happiness looks like. Right. Yes. And I have to say that for me, the practice is constantly finding healthy, positive podcasts, right? Uh, Finding books, self-help books that really allow me to continue to learn about myself, to really learn about others, as well as to find kind of what are the best Uh, ways for me to constantly uh, be shining, but also just to bring the best version of myself out. 
And so that is a constant, um, something that I've always enjoyed doing, but I've shifted kind of the materials that I um, had been listening to, to again, be more positive, right? I really need in my life for the personal harmony to be around positivity, right? To be around people who are focused on not being perfect, but striving to be the best versions of themselves, owning up to their failures, learning from their failures, talking about their failures, and understanding that this is a part of life. And so how do we grow through it? And then how do we learn and then teach others about the lessons that that you've gone through? That's why I really appreciate this podcast. And thank you so much for asking me to be on. Well, yes, I hope our podcast makes it on your rotation. Uh, Who are some of the podcasts that you're currently listening to or what are you reading right now? I just finished reading Mel Robbins' High Five Habit. She has some great tools and resources on, you know what? It's about you and taking care of yourself and staying in that positive mindset in order for you to accomplish the things that you want to do. I finished that, you know, within three days, great information. Current book that I'm reading is by John Maxwell, and it is called Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. It has been great about how we all communicate, but we all do not connect with other people. It has been a great start to the book. Um, I'm not halfway through. I just started it, but really great information. Some of the podcasts that I listen to is I listen, I do enjoy listening to a diverse group of people. I like to get different thoughts. I like to get different opinions. I like to be able to look through a lens that maybe I had never thought about looking through. So for me, Uh, One of the main podcasts is I decided that I wanted to read the Bible from beginning to end, and I didn't know how to do that. And there is a podcast called The Bible Recap, and it allows you to do a couple of chapters each day, and then the podcast does a recap of what you read. Because, you know, It helps for someone to be able to help you interpretate what you just heard um, in uh, either listening or reading the Bible. And so that has been something that I truly enjoy. More Happier by Gretchen Rubin. She has a podcast with her sister and uh, her sister actually is the producer of the brand new Fantasy Island. They have really good conversations about different things on how to be happier and some really great insight. I also like to listen to uh, We're Going There and uh, Bianca, and it's more talking about life and then marrying your spiritual life and your beliefs um, together and and kind of navigating through that. Um, And so I really, really enjoy her. And then Journey to Launch is all about helping uh, people of color have financial gains, right? Uh, To be able to successfully understand finances, be able to navigate on how to uh, retire well, how to, you know, invest your money. 
And uh, she explains it and brings on great people to talk through that. So as you see, I've got like, I'm hitting like a lot of the wellness areas, right? So emotional, I want to make sure that I'm hitting financial, right? So I'm hitting all these different spiritual areas. And so they really do um, help fill my cup. You know, another person, Emily P. Freeman, and uh, she offers a really good podcast. It's called The Next Right Thing. And it really is, you know, because a lot of times we are trying to figure out what's the next right thing. And she gives you small baby steps in your day-to-day life to help you make those decisions. So those are my podcasts. Well, fabulous. We will make sure there's links in the show notes to all of these podcasts that you just shared, as well as those book recommendations. And I will be adding them to my bookshelf and my 2022 reading list. I really like that one around the communication and not connecting because it's so right. Like I feel the places I... uh, gravitate towards or where I feel a connection, not just important information, rational information, but I want to feel a connection to the person, the information, the thing that's being talked about. And that sounds so interesting to read. So I'm really looking forward to that book. Because when you say yes, you don't know what opportunities are coming. Yes, yes. And, you know, I have tried to become an avid listener, reader (laughs) um, over the past, I don't know, say five years. So I have run across some really, really great books, but those were the two most recent ones. I can say that Shonda Rhimes, she created a book called The Year of Yes. And I do feel that that's a great book that can help people as they are on the journey of wellness as well. And, and giving themselves permission to say yes. So we would love to be able to know, how do you find hope in the world? Um, I have to say that, again, it's personal harmony and thinking about my spiritual growth, really thinking about the lessons that I'm learning around a higher power, learning more about my spiritual journey, giving me an opportunity, really, I think, to lean more into the why things are happening. Why do we do what we do? And so going back to being around positive people, again, not keeping my head in the sand and ignoring all of the, you know, all the bad press and news out there. But really, I think, trying to ask why, trying to understand different perspectives and different points of views is something that I find really helps, right? Because again, we can all be quick to judge. I think it's Adam Grant uh, put out a book about thinking, giving yourself permission to rethink something that you've always believed. And I think that that, it was a great book, but I also think that that's what a lot of people struggle with. And I want to work on that personally, that just because I believed something once upon a time doesn't mean that I haven't collected enough knowledge and information to realize that what I learned wasn't full, wasn't accurate, wasn't the full story, right? I didn't have all of the pieces I needed 
to make a different decision. And so giving myself permission to be okay in changing what I believe, changing what I thought was right, changing what I feel personally is something that I hold tight, dear to my heart. And starting with, well, why? Why do I feel that way? Where did I learn that? Is that still correct information? So really, I think giving myself an opportunity to be surprised and to be open to someone else's interpretation to life. The idea that there are multiple truths and those multiple truths can even lie within us because the truth that served us at one time may not be the same truth that will serve us in the present or the future. I think I've been experiencing that right now where it's like, hey, this is who I thought I was. And that person, that version of myself is okay for the context and being able to think about not only for yourself, but others as well, that grace of, all right, help me understand where you're coming from so that you can decide, all right, we still going to like mess around, like we still good or, okay, that is your truth. And your truth is your truth. And this is my truth. And thank you for the information. And this is how we proceed. So then let's start wrapping it up here. Uh, What advice or consejos do you have for others who are listening to this podcast? I would have to say that it's important for everyone to embrace their authentic self and to be comfortable sharing who they are. I think that we live in a time where you need to present a perfect version of yourself, but that's not necessarily 100% you being authentic, right? I feel that people want to know the real you, right? Want to know who you are so they can make a sound decision on the type of relationship that they would like to have. A lot of times, again, going back to surface level conversation, you really then don't know about people. For me, when I want to be authentic, it's important for me to know about people in my life. And one of the things that surprises me is that I love birthday and not everybody loves birthday. I get it and I can respect that. But I have been around people who have worked with other people for, let's say, 10 years and have never shared their birthday have never shared anything personal about themselves, um, but they've worked closely together for 10 years. And so how is that um, a job that you can truly appreciate and enjoy when you haven't allowed people to really get to know who you are and really get to celebrate who you are and to help bring out your, your sunshine and, right, and allow you to be who you are. And so, um, and so again, I think it's, it's really focusing on how to be the most authentic self. And again, it's not, everyone doesn't have to put all their personal business out there. Um, but it is, you know, important for you to connect with others and we spend the most time at work. Um, and you know, a lot of times. And so it's, 
really understanding what what type of um, experience do you want to have at work. And I have found that when people kind of know each other and care for one another, there's just a lot more harmony at work. You have less people who call out um, because they're thinking about the, how it's going to affect their coworkers. Um, you have a lot more people who are willing to help one another when someone gets behind, when someone is struggling, when someone's been dumped additional work and they've already got a pile of work and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm gonna get this done. But when you have folks that you can trust at work, then um, you know everybody wants to chip in and help out. And it just makes for a better work experience. But then that also parlays into just having a better life experience. I love that birthdays are something that is important to you. And especially as you talked about that inner child, right? As a kid, having a birthday party was like the best day ever. And owning that, that that is something that is important. And how do we help others around us and especially coworkers or people that we volunteer with or people that we're in a relationship with feel that they can share what is important to them. And so I really appreciate getting to see, even in your advice, you are being an authentic version of you. Thank you. Oh. Uh, so with that, we are coming to a close for today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, Cheryl. What are some ways, if anybody wants to get connected to you, that they might be able to find out more about you? Sure. So I have my LinkedIn account, um, and it's under my full name, so Cheryl Redding Humphrey. Uh, I am a passive um, Instagrammer, <laughs> so I I really am back in the audience, right? I'm not an active, uh, and so uh, I have to put that out there. Um, but I don't spend a lot of time on social media um, because I have found that it is not me being authentic. It's uh, you know me comparing, it's me living vicariously through other people and then just losing time. And so um, those are two places that I am, but I want it to be 100% transparent that I don't do a lot on social media. Well, that is wonderful. We can definitely have LinkedIn as the main avenue. And if anybody would like to be able to follow up with you or share any comments, thoughts, or thank yous for your time. I've really appreciated getting to talk to you. And here we go until the next episode. Ciao. Nos vemos. Ya llegaste al fin. Thank you for joining me and our guests for some chisme on how we can embrace wellness as BIPOC folk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at labregayoga.com. New episodes will be dropped the first and third Thursday of the month. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join me for another episode of Wellness Cheese Mitch Chat. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and all things wellness. Send me a DM. And you can find me on Instagram at Labrega Yoga. Hasta la próxima. Nos vemos. Chao.